0: This episode of Saint Same Crap Different Day is being brought to you by A's Alabama. Join A's Alabama Saturday, June 16th at oh C- <laughs> Cahaba Brewing Company, located at 4500 Fifth Avenue South. We're going to have a bunch of different food trucks out there. As you know, Cahaba Brewing Company has some great beverages. Food trucks will include Lazy Boy BBQ, Taco Moro, Loco, Dixieland Fauna Cakes. Ooh, I love Fauna Cakes. And Nola Ice will all be there. our second um episode of same crowd different day uh thanks for everybody who showed support last week uh, it was a pretty big week for us um being the fact that it was our debut show uh I'm only you, going <laughs> I'm only going to go live on the first part of this uh so that you guys can check out our streams on um SoundCloud and on iTunes podcast, uh, just search for same crowd different day and you'll find us. So what's
1: going on, fellas?
2: Yeah, I just hit I shared it.
0: Derek is an oh. old person.
1: Oh, here it is. I got it. I All got right. So it.
0: anyway, so we're only gonna allow y'all to like preview this and then you'll have to we'll put links in the um in the comment section so you can actually go and actually hit a full uh, uh podcast but so right now we're just gonna do this. What's going on with you bro? It's
2: going pretty good. It's
0: going pretty good. Like I said, it's the one with the charming voice. Oh yes. <laughs> uh there Reverend
1: Oh, just trying to do the work of the Lord. Let's know. All. all right, whatever. In the name of Jesus we have the victory.
0: Anyway, so I'm <laughs> I'm ready to get started. So um y'all already know um
1: please let him talk about uh Rachel May <laughs>
0: So today, I want to talk about Rachel Dolezal. Oh, um, so one of my friends don't 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 look like that, Derek. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends, Kendall Kendall Lawson, as a matter of fact, um, told me to watch the Rachel Divide. Uh, the Rachel Divide is a documentary about Rachel Dolezal, um, and you know, kind of getting into the reasons of why she did what she did, and you know, the repercussions of it, and it's really it's a very interesting documentary Mm. um so let me just say this you know everybody knows that when all the stuff came up about rachel that we were all really pissed off like how dare this white woman you know pretty much use suntan to go into blackface and pretend to be a sister like who does that and i can say this i think that Partly because of social media and we have a 24-hour news cycle, I think sometimes it's hard for us to forgive people and let them move on with their lives. Um, And I'm not making excuses for anybody who's done anything that was screwed up. But, you know, if a person comes out and say, hey, I screwed up, you know, then I think that we'd be less than humans or Christians or whatever your denomination is if we didn't. Like offer forgiveness to them.
1: What would Jesus
0: do? Yeah. What would Jesus do? What would Buddha do? You know what would Allah do? And um, All right. so you know, so I kind of feel like okay, we we trashed her, we we ran her through the through the gutter. <clears throat> Let's give her a break, right? So, Kendall um, <coughs> got me to watch this this um, Netflix documentary, and I have to say, like in watching the documentary. I was um i was i was very empathetic to her situation and to her plight which is it, it, for people who don't know me they think it's hard for me to be em- empathetic i'm very empathetic to people who you know have issues um like okay so this is like being totally transparent i was so sympathetic to her plight to like have, not i said like 3 quarters through the mo- through the movie like i literally went on um <laughs> on Twitter and DM'd her,
1: because
0: <laughs> <laughs> no people who really know me know that I'm a big ass baby, and I cr- I cry at everything. And I feel sorry for everybody, oh, you know. God. But don't come at me crossways, because then we're gonna have some <laughs> problems. But I literally like inboxed her, like you know. I know you
1: went through a live, blah blah blah. Please stop for one thing. <laughs> go, go ahead. Did you really go to this lady inbox? I got
0: I got the receipts there. I got the receipts. I literally went into Rachel A. Dolazal's inbox and gave her some words of encouragement, which I still mean. I really still mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait Wait, 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 wait. So let's go okay, get. Yeah. So let's go. Back. So go if here. you if you have not if you have not seen the documentary The Rachel Divide and don't want any spoilers, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes to log mm. off of this crap. Or, you know, we'll let you know Who later calling on. calling this crap? It's the same crap different day the <laughs> name of the show. The well, same this ain't crap. the crap. We're talking about the crap. <laughs> well, okay. I'm so, a child of the king. So anyway, child of the king. <laughs> so anyway, so, so you've had your spoiler alert. So the documentary actually, like, gives a little history about her and her life growing up with these really oppressive... I want to say her parents may have been Mormon, but I'm not sure. They were very, very strict religious people mm-hmm. um, having her mother and father get this grand idea that they want to help black children. So they adopt these four kids uh, and listening to two of the kids. And I'm really, you know, there are a lot of things that were left out in this documentary. Like we don't know what happened to two of those boys. Um, we know what happened to the girl. We know what happened to Isaiah the boy that she ended up adopting. But we don't know what happened to those other two boys, but from what, I wanna say the sister name was Tracy, but from what Tracy and Isaiah said, like living in that household with those really, I'm gonna call a pair like borderline races. <laughs> like they were like, they didn't have any type of um sense of what it felt like to be black or, right. or you know, those things. And that's that's, so, you know, well-intentioned white people, when y'all adopt black kids, you need to let them know that they are black. and You need to let them have some black experiences because living in an isolated white world can be very devastating for black kids once they go back out into the real world because you're not really living in the real world if you're not black and you don't know what our experiences are. But anyway, um, so I was like, oh, wow, this was really kind of screwed up. And then uh, we got to the part about where her stepbrother, where her, Rachel's brother Allegedly, uh, sexually assaulted the sister, her uh, the the black the black girl that they adopted, and how the parents were like, well, he wouldn't do that. Y'all don't say what your children want to do. I love mine, but I don't put shit
1: past. Them. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, our children bad as hell.
0: <laughs> right. So, but anyway, so they are going up to the big, um, the big lies. You know, the lies about being African American woman. The lies about you know the um the the hate mail. You're right. And you know it. You have to watch the you have to watch the documentary to really get a feeling of what I'm saying. I mean, because watching up to that part, I was really feeling empathetic with her. Okay, she told two lies. Can we just let this go? And then the end of the documentary came. Okay,
1: unpacking for
0: you know her youngest son Franklin. I really empathize with that kid because he's going through a lot. Like, yeah. everybody know your mama shit crazy for real. <laughs> and you know, it's just not something that you really need everybody to know for real. But um, he was like, the thing that he said to, that stuck out the most to me was, you know, I understand people, you know, dragging her pretty much, but if she would just admit that what she did was wrong, but then he says, my mama ain't going to do that because you can't tell her nothing pretty much. You're right.
1: Like in a black woman, and uh, most of them.
0: <laughs> don't don't get no hate mail going there. <laughs> we know black women of it. And, 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 and to her point, I will say I'm gonna once I um once I stop broadcasting. Who now, is my mama? Your mama is a hair strong black woman. <laughs> 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 so, uh, fellas, so okay, so let me go back to my notes. <laughs> Cause I did notes. I did notes on that. Now
1: you made me forget my notes last week. You need to put them on your phone. Well, I got them in my head today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so there are a lot of similar. So, in watching that, I like. Did y'all pay any attention to the? Um...
1: Wait, hold on. Huh? Rashad got notes too. Oh yeah, w'e read it. Y'all get on my nerves. We hey,
0: you better come, 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 come prepared. Oh, go. I'm prepared. Come on. come on with it. But anyway, so so <laughs> I want the first thing I want to go over is some of the similarities that kind of lent itself to Rachel really feeling close to the black community. She was middle class or almost poor. She was a single mom. Uh, The thing that I noticed when they first went, when they first started doing the documentary, and you can tell that it was done over time, what was the one thing you noticed about them bedrooms that made you know this was a a pseudo black house? Mm -hmm. Then none of the beds had no headboards.
1: Oh, shut up.
0: (laughs) Poor black people. I mean, if you get a bed, <laughs> you like oh, I've no. been there. You lucky to have a bed. Oh, I don't no. have a headboard on no. my bed now, not because I'm poor, but just because I hadn't found one that I like. But you go into poor black people's bedrooms, they uh-huh. got a bed. Oh, I was supposed to be helping you look for
1: one.
0: Man. You're right. I they think. got a bed, and in the bed maybe on a railing, but sometimes it's yeah, on the not floor. Not even on the railing. It's on right. the floor. But but there was there were no headboards. I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> okay, you know. So the headboards. Uh, the oldest son, and I don't know if he was in college yet, but it kind of bothered me. This is not similarities to the black. This is similarities <laughs> to anti-blackness. <laughs> but when she went to pick him up from the airport, he had on a Theta Chi shirt. Now, Theta Chi is a white fraternity. Now, I don't have any problem with black people joining white fraternities.
1: It might have been a male fraternity.
0: No, that's mute, 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 mute. Uh, well... State of Kai is not a the f- high school I did my research. State of Kai is not a math <laughs> fraternity. But anyway, um, and then, you know, she had the quote unquote black sister who she was close to. Uh, <clears throat> but then another other thing that she does, then in black women, you know, we read it for y'all, when y'all get ready to start, but you know, she embarrassed the hell out of her kids. Who has not been embarrassed by their mama?
1: Everybody
0: <laughs> That's part of the black experience for your mama to clown on you at least one good time. You're right. You know. Um, and she did have, you know, and then she even had the perfunctory, quote unquote, black dad, the guy who kind of kind of guided her. Now, those are things that like led her to what some of blackness looks like. Right. But it's not the the entirety of what blackness is. And and I can see what she got got a little confused a little bit. You know, I'm with these black people all the time. I'm empathizing. But for me, it was untenable for her to say that she was a black woman. Yeah. Right. Like we know you're not a black woman. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: You know, and I still have issues with that. My issues with that would have been a little bit less had she just come clean. But even to this point, she still is hasn't come clean. You're
2: right. What'd you think when you saw that that uh that interview on the So I'm gonna be real with you. Everyone wants to be black until it's time to be black. <sighs> Bro. And I really feel like she got that taste when everybody started trying to say, Hey, you phony, hey when all them people was on there, she was freaking out. She couldn't handle it. Yeah. She couldn't handle it so much. She changed her whole name. That's not. Well, no, oh, that's, excuse me. No, all right. Let let's me back talk back. about that. Back back. Yeah, we're going to say that. That's the chair at the end of this discussion. But it's, it's just the way she handled the whole situation. Like, me me and Derek was talking before then, and we were saying that if she would have did something good, and she did some good. You she know, did she, a lot she did some good. great things. But one thing I did not understand is why couldn't you say, hey, I'm was, I was, I'm Caucasian. I'm a white lady identify myself as black. Why couldn't you come to the beginning and say? I don't even like that. I I would rather her just say,
0: "Hey, I'm a white woman. I understand, you know, the cause. I'm down for the cause. Invite me to the picnic, and we'd have been cool." Don't tell me you identify as black. Right. That's just like you know, like I don't like on Mother's Day with single fathers. People were like, (laughs) you know, you being the mother and the father. No, you're the father. You know, I I that. You, I don't know what it feels like to be a mother. You're right. I have not birthed a child, you know. And that goes back to the whole thing with misogyny and all this other stuff that that ascribes, you know, duties based on race and gender, you know, all the other bull crap. But you're a man. You're not a mother. You're right. You know, so you can't say I identify as being black because you're not. You're a white woman. And right. we're okay with that. We want white allies. In you're no right. way am I saying that we don't want white allies. But don't tell me that you... I feel like I'm like well you know I feel like a, a, a Maserati but you know I mean <laughs> that doesn't change the thing you right
1: then what you think about that <laughs> so <clears throat> Tony know me already because he said before we started this you didn't watch that dish I tried oh I tried <laughs> oh I tried but in the first. Hell, in the credits. I was already thinking, I really don't give a damn about this lady. I do not care about this lady. And then in the beginning, I'm going to give a spoiler, but it ain't really no spoiler. In the beginning, I can't even quote it correctly. She said, is it illegal or whatever? Can folks just be who they want to be and it be okay? And you know we are And all that we do Because yeah. we are in the same field We tell folks all the time Be who you want to be I but, tell people to hold be on, who they hold, are. On, hold on hold on hold on hold on I don't tell on. people that uh-huh. and, being who, and that may be who she is to herself Because we came to the conclusion That being a transgender Wasn't the way you look on the outside is how you Think or what you think you are, but or what it, no. your mindset. I'm, I'm a, so, I'm, hold on. Hold on. So, where I am is, and where I do, mm, I guess where I, we want people to be who they want to be, feel who that, how they want to feel, and all those things in the confines of what we think is okay. And if we don't think it's okay, they've gone too far. Now, I ain't pointing anybody out. I'm just saying in- the whole spectrum in the whole realm and everywhere in every compute in every community and with black folks with uh the lgbtq community with the church folks you can be free you can do you can you know um prosper you can blossom but yet it's got to be in the in the confines of what i think is okay let me say this okay go
0: I don't like the fact that you use transgenderism as an example of that for the simple fact that true transgenderism is more than just what you feel. Like these are like chromosomal and like actual, like there's actual scientific evidence behind this. This is not just what I feel like I am. This like, like even when you think about the XY chromosome, like there are chromosomal differences between people like that. So you know whether they choose to act on it or not is a choice. However, just saying that, just relating that to being transgender to me is is a, is a bit is a bit of a stretch. I, let me let me let me say this. I'm going to go. I, I when when so when you're thinking about so I don't and you have also have to understand the difference between gender orientation and sexual expression. So transgenderism is actually a gender it's not a sexual expression, it's not a, a it's not a gender expression so if you had said that someone who cross dressed or someone who decided that they wanted to 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 wear the garments or or style themselves in the in the in the in the way of another one that that's fine but just throwing transgenderism out like like that to me is like no but the expressive thing is what she was doing. She was expressing herself as a black woman. But the problem that I still have with her is you're not a black woman. So stop saying that.
1: Before we move on, I'm going to challenge you a little bit on the definition of transgenderism because we had a whole debate about this. And I think we will we'll make, unpack it later on because the definition um, that we researched. And if you, and that's the definition that is given in our little trainings and all the other kind of stuff is if in your mind, if you believe, if you think that you are not a male, but they, I'm, I want to be a female, you are transgender, whether you're doing anything about it or not, if that's the way what you say you want to be. Then that is what you are, and I'm to identify you as such.
0: I feel like you're making that too. Let me let me finish.
1: Let me finish. Okay, go.
0: That definition is not the end-all, do-all definition. First of all, so let's let's put that out there.
1: That's why we said we. I think we should talk about it later. Well, hold on, hold on. (laughs) But but
0: but but I, I do want to say this though. There is a difference between being someone who cross dresses and someone who's being transgender. I'm not
1: bringing dress or look into it in any kind of way.
0: My point is that I think with all this gender fluidity that the LGBTQ community has like thrust in people's faces, I think sometimes it's just a little haphazard, for lack of a better word, because I can sit in the garage and feel like I'm a Ferrari. That doesn't change the fact that I'm a black man sitting in a for, in a garage. But if you want to be part of Ferrari, I'm gonna call you. That's that's room fine. Room. But that but that does, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm actually a Ferrari. You can call me Ferrari all day long. And if she wants to, I, I, I didn't. And I'm, this is going back to your I'm point. I'm with you 100. If she wants to say that she's a black woman, that's fine. But you are not a black woman. I'm with you
1: 110. percent The
0: last thing I want to say about this is that race is a construct. Okay, gender is not race. We're all the same race. We're all the same human race. If we were a different race, then we couldn't have sex with people of different races and procreate because of the way species work. That just doesn't happen all the time. So there is one race. So race is and I keep trying to tell people this when we talk about racism. Race is a construct that's based in power. It's a power dynamic. Because you are darker skin and I'm lighter skin, then I have a little bit more power than you, and I will use it to call the police on y'all when y'all with them no charcoal oh. grills. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. There, so there's a that's and people and people don't want to get into the nuances because it makes them think too much. But there's a but there you can't say. I mean, sh- we're all one race, but just because you want to be a black woman, you, no, just just stop it. And her son, her son sounded up perfectly. Like, mom, just say, you know that this is what this is, and people will leave you alone. You know, there were a couple. uh, Go ahead. You like you thinking about something? What you gonna say? Hmm. What? And and let me. I'm with you. Let me let me say this. Rachel also had a lot a lot of other flaws that I don't know if you noticed because you well you didn't watch the whole. uh, she is, video, but to
1: me, on. she is a person that does just like anybody. She's made some statements, made some things that no. are totally outlandish. You need to go back and watch No, 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 You need to go back and watch it. Because
0: even during the video, she still did shit that I'm like, really, bitch? Like, 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 like this. Which, so she was pregnant by some unknown man who was not revealed in the video, cause in, the, in the thing. So, but by the end of the, by the end of the, uh, the the documentary, she had given birth to this little baby. I love the little baby name. Was it like Langston Atticus? Yeah, he had a little unique name. I love I love the name. Langston Hughes, Atticus. So I I I like that. However, when she was laying, and this shows you how like I really wish that there was a news channel that we could like really just watch and just get the news without your input. Without you trying Ooh, to make I it suspicious, I would love that. But we can't because we're always trying to create drama, usually where there is no drama. <clears throat> Everybody does it from Fox News hey, to CNN. Right. So, let me tell you, this is what I noticed. When she was laying up there in that bed trying to decide what race she was going to call that baby, she could have very well said that baby was black because we know that the baby, the baby daddy was black. Right. No one would have said anything to you about that. And oh, I'm sorry, they take that back. I'm wrong. In Washington, where she was, she wasn't Washington, right? Yeah, she was in Washington. Where, yeah. The
2: Washington Secona, I believe, is, uh, to, it. Uh, yeah, somewhere
0: uh, in Washington. Mayor who gives Washington it State? <laughs> <We> <laughs> and there. she was in Washington <laughs> State, but in Washington State, the law is that the baby has to take the race of the mother. So, because she's white, then the baby would have had to say white, and so, and then she even read where it says, you know, there's a there could be a possible uh, felony charge, you know, if you know, this is erroneous. Oh, my God. Drama, drama, drama. Then when they showed the damn form, it said, check all that apply. So you could have very well have said black, white, right. Chinese, Japanese, whatever. But because you live for this drama, you turn that very innocuous thing into something that was almost blown out of proportion for no good reason. Right. Those are the issues that I have with her. She's a drama queen, and she she seeks drama. I'm there. Not only that, I think she
2: seeks attention. You know, yeah. Like even with the hate crime, that she said she got hate (sighs) crime, and we all, I, I truly believe it was fake letters that she made herself. No, you know. it never
1: went through the post office Yeah,
2: And that's, that's what I said, you I mean, had to put she, that in there
1: She ain't no different than somebody adding them extra children on their taxes And you know, <laughs> cheating the system and She just cheated the system and did it how she did it to get what she could
2: have done But she did it at our expense though
1: She didn't do it at your expense, <laughs> oh, she, she did not that. do it at your expense Here's why I say this I'm going to stick with my first topic Go ahead, but I'm just saying Here's why I
2: say this she, she did it at our expense See, she started to create this, next. this whole race card. You know, she tried to use this whole idea of saying, oh, well, because I'm black, I'm getting treated this way. Oh, the black man got choked out because Come he on, did son. this. And so because of that, now when we have real issues, people, it's watered down now Come because you're creating this false news. So that's
0: all I'm coming from with that. Part. Okay. So and, and piggybacking on what he said, you know, not only did she do that, Rashad, because she did that masterfully. Right. But, you know, we have a lot of issues. When we try to identify racism and things that are racist that, that are going on, and then we have these people who have cried wolf yeah. and and mess stuff up. This is one of the things that I say is lost on this generation when it comes to advocates, especially for social justice and civil rights advocates. Like, you no, know, there is no reason for any black man to be shot running away from the police, period. Right. However, I'm not gonna put Tamir Rice and Mike Michael John Mike what's that? Uh, Mike Brown. Brown. Mike Brown in the same boat. Right. I'm not gonna put that baby in the in the same boat with Mike Brown, neither one of them should have been shot. Right, but we can't equate those to the same situation because they're not the same. It's just like with Claudette Colvin and um and, and 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 Rosa Rosa Parks. You know, Rosa Parks was not the first black woman to say, "Hey, I am not getting up, y'all kiss my ass. I'm not doing this." You no. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
1: <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I just thought about what somebody had said. But I mean, name, but she was
0: not. But Claudette Calvin was a little darker. She was pregnant too. She, I think she got pregnant afterwards. <laughs> but she would not have been a good, quote unquote, face for the movement. Because those same racist ass white people who were trying to keep us down, we were like, well, she pregnant with a baby. She's got no more moral, moral standing.
1: Some innocent black woman said she was just screwing the right um, past. That could have been true. <laughs> that, that could have been true too. But I'm you know I, you know
0: who, who who are me to judge? Who are me to judge? <laughs> me to judge? <laughs> but my point is, my point is if you're gonna have somebody be a face of a the movement, they don't have to be perfect, but they can't have all these glaring flaws to come right. up one after another. You know, and that's that's the other problem with Rachel. The other thing I want to say. Before we get to the last thing that she did to piss me that off, how many
1: more things we gonna talk uh-huh, about her? Huh? Uh-huh.
0: The last, the last thing you should have watched the video.
1: Y'all didn't make me not like her.
0: Just talk about it. I don't <laughs> look, even know the lady. But look, <laughs> the other thing, the other thing, the other thing that we have to think about and we have to consider when we think about her wanting to identify as black is the fact that her being transracial is a privilege. Your black ass can't say you white. Right? There's okay. no, there's no way that I'm gonna be able to walk out of here and say. I'm white. Don't call the police on me, or you know, I'm white. I belong here. Yeah, right.
2: that. With that. that but she.
0: But her privilege, her yeah. white privilege, allow her to pretty much uh appropriate blackness, yeah. you know. And she has to be called out for that because we couldn't do it. It's a privilege yeah. that is reserved only for her. The other thing is.
1: I mean, she what did, about the uh, What about black people that do the? You know, mixed race black people that do that. That you know, just say that I'm white. And when uh, it, when but they, but it she, but but them. they're at
0: least mixed race. you know, yeah. uh, Again, the whole thing about once one drop of blood and you
1: one drop of black blood means that you're black is a whole not, another. So race if we go down that, the wait, tree wait, wait, wait. and find the black um, somebody, would that change the dynamic? Would <laughs> it make it okay? It. Let me say this. It's not about the internal; hmm. it's about the
0: outward expression. And a because at the end of the day, I have my 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 my, my aunt. I have an aunt. Um, she's one of my favorite aunts. Her name was Corrine Walker, and I'm pretty sure Ooh, on a good day, only. my Aunt Renee could have passed for white. I know she could have. I used to think she was a white lady when I was growing up, right? Yeah. Right. But she wasn't, and she didn't pretend to be.
1: Man, she probably didn't no, 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 like them
0: no. either. She probably, she probably, I'm sure she. <laughs> my oh aunt God, said, no. white don't like them." She couldn't. Stand I got another black. I got another I don't biracial you what, friend. you white people. But my thing is, <laughs> but my thing is, that's a privilege that uh, that she was afforded. And at the end of the day, if someone who's light skinned and biracial says it, at least they can say they're white because they are, you know. And and, and I really empathize with biracial, especially black and white. Biracial kids, because they they are really at two opposite ends of the spectrum. And a lot of times they deal with bullshit Mm -hmm. from both sides of their families who don't like the the other race parent, you know.
1: And a lot of times where I find with um, biracial kids that don't like the other race is because they've heard... Bad things said about their sibling, yeah, or yeah, whatever, and yeah. that you know that just, you know when the the biracial would not Miss misgenis. Right, shit. I mean, not. I'm sorry, Lord. The Lord, Lord ain't listening. I'm to this. supposed to be the so- He is listening. <laughs> <laughs> one last thing. One last. So one last
0: thing before we go. so this was the this was the cherry on this pie. Oh, praise was Lord. at the very end. So I didn't send the hell for a DM. <laughs> you know, pouring out my heart <laughs> and you truth. know. Be strong, sister. At the end of the damn <laughs> documentary, this bitch changes her name <laughs> to a West African name. I'm like, can you just stop? Can you just stop and go away? Like, and it totally negated everything that I had watched right. in that video. And I think, you know, this was supposed to be her comeback moment. She should have left that out. She shouldn't have done it, but she definitely should have left it out because anybody who had any type of sympathy or empathy towards her after watching that video, when she changed her name to Kichi Amari Diallo, that was it. It was it. It was the done deal for me. Like, like, can you just stop? Can you just stop? But the last thing I'm going to say is she needs some therapy. Like her childhood, like you, th- you, you know, you know about therapy. Yeah. you know, she needs need a that. good therapist. She needs a good therapist who's gonna be like a best friend that's not gonna uphold you in your bullcrap and gonna tell you when you wrong. you're wrong. Right. But her issue right now, she's got a lot of unresolved trauma, a lot of unresolved issues that she needs to try
2: to move away from. And I'm gonna tell you too. The thing, the thing that pissed me off at the end was, remember that time I called you when I was leaving? You, you followed when I got pulled over by the cops, right? Oh, yeah, okay, Just by a stop sign. So Let me tell man. y'all the story. right quick. So I was at a stoplight, or excuse me, I was coming up to a stop sign. I didn't use my blinker, and I turned. I went down the street. I see the blue lights. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I pull over. She says, hey, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? I honestly didn't know. So I was like, no, I don't. She was like, well, you forgot to use your blinker. I was like, okay, cool. She's like, I'm gonna give you a warning. Then she proceeds to go back to her car. And then she comes back to me and say, like, hey, you mind if I search your car? Now, I'm going to tell you, everybody can say, oh, I know my rights. I know my rights. When you scared for your life, you let them search your car. You let them search your car. So I'm sitting on this curve for 45 minutes while she's searching my car. She ain't find nothing. Then she looks in my face and said, hey, I think you're a drug dealer and I have a reason to pull you over every time you come through this part or come through this neck of the woods. Now, mind you, I'm from Enterprise, Alabama. Enterprise, you follow is literally right up the street. So who knows who saw me on the corner? Then I, all they see is another brother, another nigga sitting on the street. And I fit that description. So when she had the ability to, or the audacity to change her name, to give her a fresh start, I can't do that. And that's what being black is. Right. And she can, she does not understand that. She she absolutely does not
0: understand that. Well, look, that's uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap that up and go into a quick commercial break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. I did get one thing out of this story. What's that? Tony, what? Don't make permanent decisions on temporary emotions. Uh, <laughs> hey, you probably sent it to the wrong DM. Though, you're he sent it to Uch and yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This episode of St. Crap Different Day is being brought to you by A's Alabama. Join A's Alabama Saturday, June 16th at, food K-
1: food.
0: <laughs> at Cahaba Brewing Company, located at 4500 Fifth Avenue South. We're going to have a bunch of different food trucks out there. As you know, Cahaba Brewing Company has some great beverages. Food trucks will include Lazy Boy BBQ, Taco Marro Loco, Dixieland Fauna Cakes. Ooh, I love Fauna Cakes. And Nola Ice will all be there. All right, so
1: we're back. So, then, how was your week? My week was okay. Just okay? A little busy. A little busy. My boss was gone, so it's a lot of work to be done. But other than that, Your it was okay. Your boss is lazy as hell. Yes. <laughs> you lift me up. Um, well, so I had two topics. And our conversation about um, Rachel Ann, it, uh, I'm going to stick with my initial topic. Rashad, true, true. So uh, there was an article. I because I was going to change topic because I don't have an article, but you know, it, we posted it on the Facebook page. The article about the um, uh, school that did cheerleader trials. Everybody make it or nobody make it. Yes. <laughs> so they had cheerleader trials, and you know, as in every school, you know, you got the good folks and you got the not so good folks. Well, the good folks in what way? Well, the good, the folks that practice, you know, the oh, good okay, cheerleaders, yeah, yeah, right, the, right, right. the varsity right, cheerleaders, right. you know. So, uh, girl, few girls uh, try out. They didn't make it. Mamas got mad, and they went up and acted a fool. And so, the school made the decision that it, everybody make it, or nobody make it. So, how many cheerleaders they got? Two minutes. Number one. So the problem is, so you got the girls that was on the squad, you know, they've been flipping and dipping and rolling and folding and going to camp and doing all this stuff to try out to make it. And then you can get somebody that ain't did nothing all summer and come in and, you know, whatever, and hop on up in the thing. And that just makes our a lot of reason why our children are so entitled. Mm -hmm. Right. And we make them entitled. And some of, you know, parents or whatever, you might say, that's not a big deal. I'm going to bring it home to you. I'm going to bring this simple situation right here. I'm going to bring it on home for a lot of folks. Go to your church at the Easter program. And the children have been practicing and rehearsing for three months. They practiced the night before. For three months. (laughs) You bring your child the last practice, <laughs> and want somebody to get them apart. Mm-hmm. Want them to get you give them a space up in the choir stand, mm-hmm. <laughs> and get an attitude when you ain't got them. Or you are their parent that don't bring them to nothing and want to stand up there the day of. And they don't know nothing. To got them looking the food. Yeah, no, that's you know same thing, different playground.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. So, uh, in the article, are there any things that stood out to you about the school? Like, what was the racial composition of the school? I mean, was it a black school? Was it a white school? Was it a mid school? It was a majority, majority white school. Okay, so so let me let me because we hadn't talked about this. But let me mm-hmm. let me let me put that in another lens for you. Okay, so um. I grew up in a little town west of Birmingham called Dolomite, mm-hmm. and we were bus to Pleasant Grove High School, which then, mm-hmm. we well, elementary and high school we went to Pleasant Grove. And so, uh, seven, our high school went from seventh to twelfth grade. So, we had like the junior varsity and then the varsity cheerleaders. Um, at one point, we probably had about maybe 16 cheerleaders at our school. And keep in mind, I'm a look, people say I sound young. I still don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I'm 51 <laughs> years old. <laughs> So we are talking really circa nineteen seventy nine and my school was ninety percent white, sixty percent matriculation. <laughs> whatever my school was ninety percent white and ten percent black and um and 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 I let's just say I had some racist ass teachers and some racist ass classmates and okay. and I had to get rid of most of them after the Obama election. The rest of them left last year, but <clears throat> that that was that was those were my people
1: mm-hmm.
0: every year we had one black girl on the squad so if if, even if you were doing it on percentages if we had 20 cheerleaders we should have at least two black girls right but that shouldn't be something that you do by quotas it should be something that you do according to ability because like you i was pissed off that somebody who don't come up to a choir rehearsal gets to want to lead all the songs and all this stuff i think you need to put in the work and i don't believe that everybody deserves a trophy
1: -hmm
0: well, <clears throat> we don't all get a problem. everybody didn't win right everybody did not win but ooh. but the problem that I had and the reason probably probably did that and I don't know if you delve close enough in the story but I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of hidden racism 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 because what them white people at my school did was they didn't want any of the black girls on the squads for real and they did everything in their power to make sure this this squad stayed Lily white And whether girls had enough ability or not, it didn't matter because they weren't white. And in instances like that, if that's why the principal did it, then I could kind of see it. I still think that there'd be there still should be some type of cutoff or some type of regulations or something to qualify somebody to be on the squad. But when you know when white people are white people and sometimes we have to do other things there were uh, plenty of girls who could have been on the chili squad my sister could have been on chili squad had a friend named loretta she tried out they were actually really good but because they had that quota of black girls you know those girls didn't have a chance so and, and let me also say i i firmly believe that the way that they did that is incorrect and sends a bad message but Sometimes you gotta do what you
1: gotta do. Um I love my Tony to death and as y'all are gonna find out, me and Tony love each other to death, but we don't agree on most things. <laughs> <laughs> we did agree on this article for the most part. But where I'm going to mm, go the other direction is in that my Iyanla comes out when I say beloved. Sometimes we create an extra story or an extra level of drama where there is none, wherein you create, you added that story about you know the racial part of it to. You know it made it feel, I, I felt some you know I, I felt where you were going with it, but sometimes we justify some of the things that we do by putting our own little piece on it, our own little spin on it. Well, maybe this or maybe that. Well, maybe it is just what it is. That maybe that mama, she was the, she was screwing the principal, and her daughter <laughs> was the one that couldn't get on the um, squad, and that was his decision to get her on the squad. You know, there's a whole part, like you said, there's a lot of the story that's not there. I mean, but... I- But So I feel like you putting in extra stuff at this point. I ain't
0: uh, putting I did exactly what you mean. No, 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 no. I was just proving my point. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, no, no. What I'm saying, you didn't have to prove your point. Your point was proven. Okay. I I totally, I I had no objections to anything that you said. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that in instances of integrated schools where the majority of the school is white, and you have a black minority. A lot of the times the black kids are put at a disadvantage because of the color of their skin. And I'm not and I'm not even going back to this whole Rachel Dolezal all conversation we just had. I'm not saying the people who just, well, I didn't do my homework. I failed this class and this teacher failed me because I was black. No, your ass didn't do what you were supposed to do. But when they put systems up to keep us down, and and, 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 I, and I don't want you to negate that that doesn't happen. It happens to us all the it time. It does happen. When I was working in retail, I worked at Rich's Department Store over at Brooklyn Village. And uh, I, was, I, I was not, I didn't have a degree at that time. The only reason that they'd say they would promote people into management is you had to have a degree or you went through this program and became a manager. So I went through the program, right? Well, there were six criteria that you had to have in order to become a manager. It was like opening credit cards, holding out—you know how retail works. Mm-hmm. So, when my review would come up, they—I had reviews every six months. One, one, one time I came up, I, I was three out of six. Well, we can't promote you to you six out of six, but you know what? Mayor Catherine came through. He has a two out of six, and she got a job. So, come back six months later. Well, I'm five out of six. Certainly they're going to give me a job on five out of six because Mary Catherine sorry, has just got one with two out of six. No, Tony, you need to have six out of six. Came back six months later, I was a four out of six. I'm like, i ain't even going to try because I know what they're going to tell me. But I worked hard and I eventually got a six out of six and they had no choice but to promote me. The problem I had with that is why did I have to be perfect? When these white people come through here, Imperfect as hell, and they got the jobs. So I could say me being black held me back. Now, my argument would have been even greater if after I got the six out of six and they still held me back. But they didn't want no trouble out of me at that point. But all I'm saying there is I I totally agree that sometimes we do, but I think think it's, it's a bad situation when we as black people automatically think that the reason why that it's a, it's a lame excuse that we use racism when we don't get to places where we need to be. That's just how I feel about that.
1: I got you. I'm yeah. there, and I don't disagree. <laughs> and I guess I have a, uh, hmm, no. I don't know what the word is, but for some reason, I've always been that. I never liked the word, but other black people would call it the token black. And, you know, the white people. Oh, Lord. But yeah, they listen, but okay, that's fine. But they love me for some reason, cause you're a safe Negro. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if
0: I like that term. I mean, but you know, I mean, the movies you had in the magical Negro, and <laughs> in, in, in life we had the same. I am. A, I mean, for most, unless you know me on Facebook, I'm a safe Negro. White people love me. I like them, you know. But I mean, but you have you have those people who I mean. It it is it is it's not right, and that's why that's why you know I think we need to continue to have these conversations. It's not right, but you know, and we have that we and for us that's sort of a privilege that we can go down to Cooper Green Park and throw a barbecue on the grill with the home folks, and then go and have corporate meetings with people. You know, that's a privilege that a lot of people don't get to to experience. You know, but then you also dress differently than the average person. You know, so all these things work in your advantage and make you a safe, a safe Negro when it comes to white people liking you. And I, and I, and I've I benefited from it myself. You know, Rashad, say something, Rashad.
2: No, I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say from a different perspective. I think we should take a, take attention to the parenting as well. And I feel like some parents oh, growing no. up. Here is what though: some parents growing up, maybe they didn't get that trophy, so they 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 influence their children. Hey, you deserve this. I am gonna give you everything I never had. And it becomes a, and I'm not saying every, but it becomes a, it becomes a barrier because it, that's me and myself. Like I grew up without much, but I always said when I have children, I'm gonna give them everything. But then I had to realize, I didn't come out too bad. Yeah, I went through some unnecessary bullshit, but I didn't come, I didn't come out too but, bad. But that, what
0: you, what you were alluding to, is what we call living vicariously through the life of your children, yeah. right? And that, know, that's what I feel like they're doing. A, and a lot of people do that. But at the end of the day, the the problem at, when that comes into play with what they was saying about is when your child is really not good in sports or not he, good at Be honest with your children. You right? Like, boo-boo, you might need to go to the racquetball club or you might need to try chess. <laughs> Ooh, something where you don't wow. have to worry about hand and eye coordination. cuz are just going to play you...
1: basketball for the church. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right, right. But, <sighs> but, but, but but I mean, you know, there. I really wish we you had gone a little deeper into that because I really want to know the underlying causes of that because going to... Everybody who try try for Chile to get to make it is a little bit extreme as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, but, they
1: didn't really go in depth into the article which because is why I hate the news. Because well, and it, it, which they didn't lie. really talk about it on the news. I saw two articles on it. And the school board wasn't really, you know, saying much about it at all. That was like the decision is made. It was made for the best of the um, school system. You, and that you. And, you know, there was no more, you know, in-depth reporting about it. But it just really ticked me off. I guarantee you there's some type of hidden action <laughs> in there. <clears throat> because that,
0: that doesn't make any sense unless you're trying to, you know, give equity to people who have been disenfranchised, you mm. know. And, and, and but but again, it's, I'm going to say this before we finish this topic. But like as a black man, you know, I probably in my life as an older black man, I probably have benefited in some ways from affirmative action. As far as I know, I have. yeah, as far as affirmative, as affirmative action goes, like I honestly wish that it didn't have to exist or that it didn't exist. But we had to have affirmative action because these white people in power were not going to do the right thing. You know, and then that's when they start with this reverse racism bullcrap. If y'all was doing the right thing in the first place, then we wouldn't have to worry about this. But because when you see the name uh Rashad Hayes on, a, on, on, a, on an application as opposed to William Bryant, you know, then you automatically going to look at Rashad Hayes' application a little different. And they do it. They do it all the time. And, and let me just say this.
1: I know that do because I did. It. I was
0: just gonna say the same. Yeah, thing. I did it. <laughs> I'm guilty. Guilty. And, and it is bad when we do because I have, I have, I have done that myself. You know, I hired you, so you know, right, right? i have right. kind of outgrown my wicked ways. But like when I was, when, and, and but here's the thing, though. But here's, here's the the problem. The problem is when we feed into the stereotype because we did that because we had started to buy the stereotype. Right.
1: I'm sorry, but y'all that's y'all listening, before y'all name y'all children, think about it. Because if I'm sitting down and I'm looking through the application and I cannot pronounce this child name for nothing, I ain't going to call her. We need to
0: have a discussion about black, black I names.
1: I am not going to call her because I ain't going to know what to say when I, can, when I speak to I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> <laughs> what I say. Okay, but before we leave, I want to give a disclaimer for next week. I want y'all to leave me some um, comments about uh, my topic for next week because I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there now because I want the next.
0: Because we do this every other week.
1: Uh well, you know next week, well, you know the next recording. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know what I mean. But I'm gonna talk about because the people have really, really been talking about it. Is separating the art from the artist. Hmm. That's gonna be. Dope. Are you still watching a different world? Yes. Are you still going, uh, stepping in the name of love?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. See, uh huh. It, it, it all depends on who it is and what yeah. they did. I
0: need you to have your day in court first.
1: <laughs> uh huh. But I'm gonna take it a and little. bit I forgive
0: bit, you afterwards, but I need you to have your day in court.
1: I'm gonna te- I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. It's going. I'm, I'm gonna ask you this: Are you still letting Uncle Jimmy that touched on your cousin what? come to the barbecue?
0: Okay. Now, well, so, All right. Was, so, get on so that. You, was, yeah. Was, uh, next <laughs> breaks. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to nah. same crap different day. We'll be back. In a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right. So, 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 welcome back to. Yeah, to we're back. <laughs> welcome back to same crap different day, and uh, we've had. Some really interesting discussions mm-hmm. uh, going on today, and you know, I guess, Shah th- th- he's our he's our little lover. That's what, we, that's what I'm gonna call
1: him. <laughs> I'm gonna give him some little, uh, little uh, some kind of mmm. It's <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: so tell me what you what you want uh, to talk about today.
1: So,
2: uh, just after talking to some friends, uh, they loved our last podcast, so you're gonna love this one as well. But they uh, they wanted me to talk more about relationships, but this time they wanted me to talk about knowing the red flags. Of a toxic relationship.
1: It's the relationship hour with Rashad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, we all say that, you know, we always know. We, go, we know how to get out. We know how to get out. But do we really? Do we even know the signs of a, of a, of a toxic relationship? So let's start off with number one. The inability to be yourself. Always feeling like you have to su- suppress yourself because you're worried about what that person thinks about you. Why do you feel like Derek and Tony? Why do you feel like individuals do that? Oh there you want to go first, you want me to go first.
1: Why they want you to <clears throat> suppress yourself? Yeah,
2: why did, why do you feel like why do you may feel the need to suppress yourself in order to please the next person that you're with?
1: Um, sometimes well not for me, but yeah, for yeah, people right. on the outside, I think it's because they kinda want to contour themselves into being <clears> what they or who they think that person wants <sighs> them to be. Right? We talked
0: about that. We, we talked about that last week. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Tony? <laughs>
1: oh. <clears throat> he' about to <laughs> die over there. Hold your arms up.
0: Did you have anything <laughs> else on that?
1: Uh, no. That's okay, so enough. with
0: me, it goes back to the dating process, right? Remember last week we were talking about how the biggest problem that we have is when we tell the people that we're interested in everything that we're looking for in a mate, right? And then they decide, "Ooh, let me transform," and they transform themselves into that person, right? you can only pretend to be who you aren't for so long. Right. And once that time comes, then you have to show the person who you are. And a lot of times it's not the person that they want. So a lot of times when you're you're in a toxic relationship, you pretend to be somebody else. And then once we stop being who we, once we stop, once the relationship starts to go south, then we start trying to put on those airs, and then they see who we are. It just makes the relationship that much worse. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, that's part of the reason. Then, you know, if, if even in abusive relationships, in abusive relationships, that person becomes everything that you want them to be, and then they slowly isolate you from your friends. Right. So it becomes hard to get out at that point because you pretty much have dissed everybody that you are close to, and you kind of stuck with the asshole that you with.
2: Yeah, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So what I want to add to that, you know, the main thing about, you know, the inability to express yourself is the issue with knowing yourself in the first place. Go to the movie by yourself. Go to dinner by yourself. Enjoy yourself. It. You know, it really gets really get the time to get to know yourself, because if you don't know yourself, then how are you expecting somebody else to know who you are as well? How are you expecting to be in a, a successful good relationship if you can't really come to grips with who you are? And I'm going to feed back off on another topic that Tony just uh, said. Uh, uh,
0: uh, let me say this, though.
2: I am not advocating for people to go to dinner or movies by themselves. I do
0: it. You look like a big loser. We just hey. went to see um cool. we we went to see um uh, Deadpool today, and this guy <laughs> there by himself. I'm like, bro, like really. But I mean, that's just me being facetious. See, and for I mean,
1: everybody that keep telling me to go, he is exactly the reason why I don't go to movies or go to a <laughs> restaurant by myself because I always see somebody gonna be over there talking about me and saying something smart. That, that and for everybody mean. that said no, it's not. Tony is the proof. I am the person, um, but
0: but I can't. But I but I, but I, but I do. But I do want to say that you do have to get to know yourself, You're right? Uh, and there is some benefit in spending time alone, right? Mm-hmm. They you know, make but, toys for the outside. Because if you if you can't <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you if you can't if you can't like love yourself, you know how? Ah, yeah, you gotta y- love y- 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 up. Up. You're right? But you have to be able to love yourself, and I think there's a lot of people out there who don't, you know, exhibit that love for
2: themselves. Right. And I think another thing, you know, just going by with uh, going to dinner by yourself, you know, I, I used to worry you to about, about here, but here's why, though, because I, I, I used to worry about people saying, oh, oh, oh I'm a loser, <laughs> but imagine when you sitting at that dinner, you know, you eating that dinner by yourself, and then that waitress has been eyeing you come over and talk to you. Your self-confidence is going to boost up you're going to be like, oh, man, I don't know nobody in here. So then you get to try to figure out, because I truly believe, in order to know yourself, you have to put yourself in situations to where, you know, environments, you're unknown, and you, you discover yourself there.
0: All right, well, let me know how that works out. Oh, yeah, well, hey, hey and look, it's, no it's, way, it's working, way, it's working you know, out pretty no, well now, because I will
1: tell you. I the rest I, of the I will, I will, I will, I will, I will tell
2: me. you, it's working out lovely, because now I don't need any validation from anybody else. So I can go and enjoy myself and be like, oh. You just got options. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got some... Uh, you're right Next And next thing, thing I want to talk about What Tony made mention of is how in abusive relationship They isolate you from your friends So if you see that you cannot have friends Whether it's males whether it's females If that your partner does not want you having friends with That same sex opposite sex You have a problem You, you know what I mean literally there was a part In my
0: life where one of my exes and I We had, we had dated for like Five years we broke up and then, like three years later, we got back. We got together as friends. Like, literally, wherever I went, he went. Like, it was like, I was like, that's Tony and that's his shadow. Ooh, yeah. that and, man, my nerves. Now, get out of me. Uh, no, no, no. But we were like, we were really good. We were really, really good friends. And yeah, even though we had dated, there was nothing else ever gonna happen between us. Yeah. But I would meet dudes and they'd be like, so you said yeah. that was your ex oh, he going to have to go. I'm like, nah, nigga, you're going to have to go because he's going to be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You know, it's like one of those things where we're like, we are really good friends. If you don't trust me enough to be with one of my friends, whether we've had sex or not, then I don't need to be with you. There's a lot of faking of trust in relationships. Uh, right? yeah. and And I think that sets you up for failure. Like, you, if I can't, I can't be responsible for your damaged past. Yeah. So if you if you've experienced a lot of people cheating on you and all this other stuff, then that's that's you. I can't be responsible for that. All I can do is promise you what I'm gonna do. You're
1: right. I can understand. I told every one of um, my best friends, serious relationships. I've told all of them. I was here before you got here. I'll be here. I'll be here when, I'd I'd be here be when here. you come. And if you should ever happen to leave. I will still Yeah, I'm gonna be here. And she's like, yeah. I can't believe you told them that. And yeah. I'm still And they you still here. <laughs> <laughs> we <We're> still together. <laughs> See
2: So, you know, I think the main thing I want y'all to realize is that you should ask them why they don't want you being around this friend. You know, why do they why do they why, do they, why do they get jealous when you go out, you know, with these groups of friends or why do they get jealous when when you're you're not giving them the attention they need. Why do they feel like they gotta have your undivided attention twenty four seven? Like go go read a book, go play basketball, go do something else. Get out my Get face! Out my face. Get
1: out hate. my face! But that's
0: but that's 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 a that's a that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, a symbol a, a a symptom of people who are not happy with themselves. Right? I mean, they're not happy with themselves, and they want you to be unhappy as well. And it's just not. Usually, loves
2: company. It,
0: well, yeah, <clears throat> but also I also feel like people who accuse you of doing stuff, you list the stuff that they're doing. Right. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm cheating, so I'm going to accuse you of cheating to make right. me feel better when I go out there and do what I need to do. And people just need to cut that foolishness out. You know, the other thing is, we don't take the time to get to know each other before we get in relationships. You know, I know a lot of people who, and we, we again, we talked about this last week. You know, three text messages, you bae. <laughs> hey babe, Get off my phone. Get off my phone and get out of my <laughs> Ooh. life. You know. Oh. Um, those are those are just bad ways to start a relationship. You I mean, yeah. you don't know people, and and again, I, I mean, black people are notoriously terrible at dating. I mean, oh my god, it's go just, back
1: like, to code. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even
0: know what that is. Don't worry
1: about it. <laughs> just, don't, worry, don't worry about I'ma it. I'm gonna let bro. you talk to my dad
2: about code.
1: So what,
0: what? So so the people were asking about relationships. What were some of the things that they were going through?
2: Just so this was saying that they couldn't communicate with their partner. Their partner didn't want them to have friends, and then they always felt the need to have to hold theirself, you know, without being able to just say, "Hey, this is me." Why are they still there? May- maybe in a sense, I guess what they're trying to—I guess they're trying to first they're trying to get answers from us to figure <laughs> out how they can get a solution.
1: So my best friend, oh, I can't say her name. Well, she went mine because you know she's open like that. Forgive me if he hurt free. you. Yeah, sorry. Do <laughs> I need to edit this? Uh-uh, cause, uh, uh, because he ain't gonna listen no way. Uh, <laughs> 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 not at all. She'll be okay. She'll, she she want to be on the show anyway. She uh, got an attitude about it. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I told her. You know, but um, she was in that situation where you know in the relationship and was Mike being, there, Mike. Um, pulled away from the people right. that were close to her and giving her. That had her best interest at heart. Right. And that was really because they wanted her to feel like they had her best interest. Right. Them T- other people. Typical abuser uh, um, <clears throat> behavior, though. And it was not to- and n- not physical at all. Right. It was all to- mental. Right. This is, you know, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then all these things that are wrong. And then when you blow up on me. I'm going to tell you all the things that you did wrong and how you hurt me and turn the whole conversation around. And we're no longer talking about the things that I did. We're talking about what you did. Right. So that's really a part of the manipulation of the whole thing. And once you, and a lot of times women that are in love. So they say. When they are in love, they ignore those things. Let's not just put
0: this on women, though. Well, too. people,
1: yeah, people. But he was specifically talking about the ladies, so that's why I said women. He didn't say it was, not, yeah. he didn't Well, say he said the they ladies. to put some more stuff not no, He, said the, latest, no, he, didn't you know, he said the ladies.
2: You being like, this. roll back the
1: We're tape. Back. <laughs> 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 but um, sometimes when people are in that, especially in that infatuation stage. Um, we overlook some of those red flags right. because those things that we do like and those things that are, are good, you know, we our, our blinders are totally on those things. Right. And that thing that's going to get on our nerves six months down the line, we're not looking at that. You're right? And then when the relationship is not so fresh anymore and we six months – um, seven months, a year down the line, and that thing that really bothered us in the beginning, but we didn't say anything about it, I can't stand him in, or them in that thing right. anymore, but I have invested too much time right. into them, this re- in this relationship, into molding them into what I feel like they need to be. This One, two, three things is okay, but that little foe over there, oh, Lord, he done cheated on me four times, but he bringing that check on in him. <laughs>
0: Now you know, you know people, people with this investment of time thing like that really like at some point you need to just count your losses and go on about your about your business.
1: Yeah, but that ain't how they feel. Huh? I know, but I mean, but, but, but
0: that's I think that's part of why we're here to tell people what they should what they should be doing. Like I said last week that you know the problem is we find this frog and we kiss it thinking it's gonna turn into a prince or a princess, and. After you kiss that frog about five or six times, it's still a frog. It's time to move on. You're
1: right.
0: You know, ooh, it's ooh,
1: time ooh, to ooh. it's time to move on. Because there always gonna be that frog. I read an article the other day. It was really good. And it was asking if without the woman was wrong in this situation. So she was married. She was married for ten years. Mm-hmm. At year six, she knew the marriage was over. Mm-hmm. She ain't love him, he ain't love her. But they had kids, whatever. Those last 4 years, she went through the motions, but she stacked up her coins. She had free rent, and her bills was paid. She had her coins and she stacked them up. At year 4, I mean year 10, she had got a divorce. She had a house, she had a everything she, you know, was supposed to, uh, that she would have needed. <clears throat> right. So the question was, was she wrong for being in a loveless relationship to build up her stuff?
0: No. Let me say this though. Now, <laughs> 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 me, me, and my, me and my friend Robin were talking on the way over here. We talked about, Robin's a preacher, and she was talking about how, um, you know, People who do engage in sex, where she was very open about, you know, people who engage in sex work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I always tell people this: when we talk about prostitution, we talk about, you know, the trade boys, <clears throat> all this other stuff. People doing, we've all participated in a little sex work at one point in our life.
1: For the straight people, tell them what
0: trade boys are. Trade boys are guys who are gay for pay mostly
1: or for your, the younger people they will be I'm not going um, that def- that no, definition no for they they would be someone that is um, gay, but you can't tell that they're gay. That's not trade, though. I can't, I can't. That's get, not trade for no, you. It's not trade. It's not what well, in the no, white uh, community trade uh, will be just me, look, uh, somebody that's trading sex for, um, uh, but That's else. what trade is, though. Okay, that's but what, that's it, what for the always, young children that ain't what they can't is.
0: reinvent stuff, they need to come up with another name. That's I what I kept telling
1: that. y'all about Kanye <S laughs> and his little stuff.
0: Anyway, okay. anyway, he
1: took some sketches and put his name on it and charged him $400. Can we
0: please not talk about Kanye? <laughs> uh, but but we've all engaged in sex work at some point in our lives, whether we minute. want to admit it or not. Mm. That relationship that you were in that was loveless, that you need to stay until you uh, uh, collect the milk coins to move out. That was sex work. You know, the guy that you went out with because you really didn't like him, but he loved taking you to nice restaurants. You know, you might had to kiss him later you had to give up everything, but you had to give up something. To, if nothing but your time, you've 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 you've, 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 you've exchanged something for something else. So, you know, but I don't think that she was
1: wrong. No, I, I never did that. Lies and deceit. Now, I've had some, some things, uh-uh, some uh-uh. situations uh-uh. I've regretted. Right no, you go. no, I've no, had some no, situations no, I've regretted. No, no. no, Look. But me, I ain't had look, no e- in exchanges. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> did, the,
0: did, did the woman work? Yeah, that's how she stacked up her cards. I, I, and here's, this is why I'm asking. <laughs> now, if she didn't work and was pretty much embezzling money from the family, then I would kind of... But listen, she
1: wasn't paying nothing.
0: Just listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, this going back to the question of whether she was right or wrong or mm-hmm. not. As long as she wasn't doing anything nefarious with what was the family money, then I would say, you know, no, she's not wrong. I don't think she's wrong regardless. But, you know, that's the only way I could see people saying that she was wrong. Because, and, and, and the other thing that bothers me, as much as these people want to try to throw shade and say people doing this, they do it, too. It's hey. just different when somebody else does it. I'm
1: that 100%. Yeah, but she was
0: not wrong at all. I think I would have done that. As a matter of fact, I did do that. <laughs> no, I was in the, <laughs> So So, you know, so we talk about abusive relationships. What relationship. haven't you done, Tony? No, I had a life of 51 <laughs> years old. But I was literally in an abusive relationship. Um, and I pretty much did the same thing. You know, after I had got my ass whooped enough to where I was like, okay, it's time for me to go, I sent my kids to go live with my mom. And I stacked up a little money and moved in with one of my friends so I could get back on my feet and reunite with my kids. But, you know, you have to do stuff like that if you're gonna survive. Otherwise you're gonna be and we'll do it. we probably need to do a, a sexual a domestic Ooh, violence. show getting whooped. You know in. what? You know what? Let me just tell you this. That's what everybody says. And as a man, as a man, I was one of the main people like, oh no, these women get any relationships and get their ass whooped. And it's that typical Behavior. I'm my mama's we, child. That we, it's that typical behavior. I ain't gonna ask you to ask your mama to be real, real with you. She, if that, at least, somebody pop your mama in the mouth at least once. I know the hell. We'll Cause talk, I wanna pop it every now and then.
1: We'll talk about it off the air
0: <laughs> You know, but I mean, so whether you, whether you stay in the relationship or not. I think most people. <laughs> oh, you'd be ready to be popped back, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but what? But what I'm saying? But what you're I'm saying good. is, it goes back into the isolation behavior right. that we were talking about. with Rashad. shot, they separate you from all your friends, and you don't really have any support system. And at that point, you're at their mercy. I mean, I was 26 years old living the life i mean driving a mercedes living the house i mean mm-hmm. let me, sorry.
1: look at the load let,
0: let me start let me start the. how <laughs> I, I was 26 years old living the life i was driving a mercedes living this house li- just traveling when i wanted to but at the end of the day i was miserable because i was getting my ass whooped every other week over some stupid yeah. stuff sometimes and there comes a point when you have to say okay i gotta figure out how to get out of this so and that woman, she may not have been in an abusive relationship physically, but I'm pretty sure being in a relationship with someone that you don't mm-hmm. jive with mm-hmm. this,
1: you know. And going yeah. back to that little abuse thing, my lineage, they, I, they still tell the story today. My granddaddy hit my grandmama one time, and she held on to his ball so hard. They said it took three of my uncles to get off of. All right, well, that's I really so. want to be serious when I say
2: this, though, but if you feel yourself in a toxic relationship, don't be afraid to speak out. Mm-hmm. You, know? yeah. we, you need to reach out. Too many people are dying from domestic violence, men and women. Call so somebody. Definitely call somebody and speak out. If you want to call us, reach out and, to us. And, and we'll, here. we'll call. We'll put, put the crisis because
0: this may be triggering for some people, but we'll put the uh, number to the crisis center that's in our, on our Facebook page and also on the links. Uh, for when you subscribe to this podcast. So, again, we will have this podcast up on um, iTunes and SoundCloud. I'm trying to get it on TuneIn Radio as well. I
1: don't know what that is. But um, before you um ended up from um, just to follow up, one thing, by Rashad, before we go, a really good resource for red flags. If you like Young, she has a thing a um, YouTube series called R Spot. And she has one on red flags. And it is wonderful. we got to talk
0: about Yolanda, uh, Yolanda sometimes. Because I know a lot of you black people be giving her the blues. Yolanda. I love her too.
1: Why do they give her the blue? Because <laughs> you know why? Because she be talking about them and yeah. their family. And they yeah. can't take it. Yeah. yeah. And they can't yeah. take I think, it. I think
0: that's part of it. I think that's part of it. I don't think that's all uh, that They be looking
1: right at right. their mama on the screen. And I, ah! <laughs> so, that's what my mama did but you like say she did it okay so uh, that brings
0: this episode of same crap a different day to a
1: close i love it y'all got anything to go before
2: we out there
1: Mm-mm, rashad you ain't saying much so you start
2: that's why i gotta finish i'm playing man <laughs> we appreciate y'all coming out and listening like i said i hope y'all have a blessed weekend or blessed week you uh, know we're looking forward to y'all tuning in and listening to us the week after the next there be
1: blessed in the city,
2: blessed in the f- <sighs> Blessed as you right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: right. But Look, for real, have a wonderful
0: week. Yeah, and um, try not to bust nobody in the head. Uh, this <laughs> week till we see y'all again. Peace. We out. Peace. Yay. Thanks, Jay.